0: What is this podcast about? It probably would help if you don't chew into the mic.
1: My name is Libby.
0: My name is Luke.
1: In this new episode.
0: No, new season. I mean this new season. And we are going to be focusing completely on weddings.
1: We are, in fact, the Wedding Pirates.
0: There's no other podcast like this. I've looked. I've checked.
1: And we have a cat. Her name is Stella.
0: We want to share all the secrets when it comes to weddings. The one where we talk. Wedding Edition.
1: back to the one where we talk wedding season the one where we're talking about weddings this entire season two of our podcast today we are talking about wedding wedding yeah wedding that's a word
0: editing styles
1: i was thinking about the word editing and i said wedding (laughs) and then it just didn't sound weird it it sounded weird (laughs) i don't know editing styles within the wedding industry
0: well really this kind of hands across all different kinds of industries I think it's an artist because somebody you know I guess the first thing that comes to mind is a painter and when you decide you want to paint what's the first thing you do you go and take a class but that class isn't going to necessarily fit your style because you just want to learn how to paint
1: mm-hmm. style comes in later after you've figured out what how to paint different medians what's your favorite median
0: and then you learn your well cuz you go to a class or you learn the skill of doing the thing mm-hmm. and then you pinpoint a style.
1: Right. So it's like when you think of famous artists like mm-hmm. Van Gogh or Monet.
0: Yeah. They didn't start with that. Like he didn't just decide I'm going to paint one day I'm an artist and then did the Starry they have Night.
1: Two different styles of painting. Mm-hmm. And they figured out their painting, I don't know, probably years within years right. after they've started learning how to paint.
0: <coughs> yeah, and it takes about usually when you ask a photographer or videographer, it kind of takes to, usually takes about ten years to nail down your style
1: consistently.
0: Consistently, yeah.
1: Yeah, because when you're when you do a wedding, uh, this one wedding is not going to look the same as the next wedding. Right. As far as like the style that the bride goes with, or like the colors that she chooses in her wedding.
0: Because eventually, brides just picking a certain kind of style or a certain kind of vibe will only choose you right so somebody that is choosing blush pink and whites and light greens they're not going to come after you because most likely the editing style they're looking for is bright and airy that's not something we do Mm -hmm. whereas in someone that's going to be picking deep maroons forest greens uh, just like more earthy tones yeah earthy tones maybe some hints of gold that person's going to probably land on our page and want to hire us because we do the dark moody dark academia style right or royal core is really what we're aiming for but you know it takes time to not only nail that style but also nail that bride
1: (laughs) we are not nailing any brides thank you very much wow we are wedding industry nothing else (laughs)
0: How else do you think we're, what are kind of videos do you think I'm editing on? What? How do you think I've been paying the bills? I'm just kidding. I'm just.
1: Wow, that took a turn, like just 90 <laughs> degrees.
0: How are we consistently book, eventually, like, you know, you need to start consistently booking the brides with a certain kind of style of their wedding.
1: Yes, yes. we're not nailing brides. <laughs> Let me just make it has that clear.
0: to do with nailing brides. No. I promise. Or the grooms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're not nailing anyone except each other.
0: <laughs> anyway, so where were we? That was a that nice...
1: You have to... Uh, certain people Things that to, are looking to get married and have a wedding are going to be looking for... A, well, they should be looking for a certain photography editing style.
0: Yeah. And what's probably the most difficult is being in this industry. And if you do have a slight, you know, over the course of years, your editing changes, things change in your editing style, perhaps your name even changes. So adjusting and bouncing around in the, in your edits and using that on your portfolio can be a little bit confusing to a lot of brides because your style will change kind of year to year because you're still p- pinpointing your, your, editing style mm-hmm. and the fact that it takes a minimum of a decade to nail that style <laughs> that i don't know if i'd
1: say decade for some people it can't take a decade for most photographers
0: it, that i've talked to have, have said it takes a minimum of 10 years at least because i mean which makes sense because if you think about it what most photographers start straight out of high school what they're 18 they start doing weddings they get to age 28 you know, yeah, but I feel like it 30. also
1: depends on how much you educate yourself and take classes and stuff. So if you're really in- right. invested into doing that kind of stuff, then you could really But then you have down different your kinds of learners. faster. Oh, okay. Um because you're able to figure out how to get the style that you want Right. because you're learning.
0: <coughs> but you have different kinds of learners. Yes. Though, that's so true. People are going to learn things at different paces. For example, I know a guy He's been doing videographer for 12 plus years. Been doing videographer. Been doing videographer. He's not doing any videographers. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is a weird one. We're not nailing or doing anyone and nobody's doing me.
1: (laughs) Um, excuse (laughs) me. Well, except
0: for you. (laughs) You're doing me. I mean, outside of you and me, nobody's doing or nailing anything. (laughs) Uh, This is a good one. This is a gem. This one's a gem. Yeah. So, anyway, You knew this, a
1: videographer who th- was doing videography. Yeah,
0: he talked to me at a wedding and he looked at my stuff. He said, "Wow, how did you how did you learn to do this?" I said, "I've you know I've been editing since it was before it was a thing. back when they just told you, "Oh, nerds do that." You know, when everybody was making fun of me for making my movies and learning how to edit, taking things from uh, video, tape actual videotape and putting that onto a digital format to edit it that was brand new when I was first starting and that's where I started so with me it's a little bit of a different story because I've been editing since I was nine <laughs> since right. I was being taught and that, so that's a little bit different story but for you you started taking pictures out of high school so you well, have I more of a started, classic story
1: I haven't started taking I didn't start editing till I was in college because I took one solo photography class just because I needed to take an elective of some sort my freshman year and photography has always been something that interests me and I've just always loved it um and I was at a community college my freshman year so there wasn't a whole lot of options for electives so I took a photography class learned a lot but that was when I got my first introduction to like photoshop and editing Mm -hmm. softwares and stuff like
0: that so So you that's where you kind of started yeah but you were taking pictures before that. i was
1: taking pictures like i did my brother's senior pictures they mm. were awful yeah, when i looked terrible. back at them <laughs> yeah.
0: i've looked back at them like oh dang these are bad
1: <laughs> yeah my poor brother i don't i mean he had some good pictures that he was able to print and use for his like you know wallet sized senior picture handing mm. out thing that was
0: a thing i forget keep on forgetting that was a thing i
1: don't know if that's still a thing or not
0: wallet size photos
1: that you like give to your classmates
0: who do, why would you, uh, I still think about you're giving me a pi- I'm allowed to have a picture of you in my wallet? Yeah. Uh, it's kind, <laughs> of an, kind of an intimate space. I mean, I, mean <laughs> I gave,
1: I gave. well, my class was a size of 18, so I gave everybody in my class, so I let them mm. pick from like five different photos that I had taken in, in, per- in France, actually, I had my senior pictures taken in France. Yeah, but. That sounds super bougie and rich, but I'm not, I, I was there for like a missions trip or something, don't think <laughs> that i was there like in paris gallivanting you know taking fancies. Yeah,
0: just getting my senior photo yeah. yeah no me too
1: no mm-hmm. i just and there was a picture of me walking down a street
0: yeah and you had a nice booty shot
1: and a lot of the boys picked that picture for them to have of mm. me so they want to
0: remember your ass there
1: are pictures of me with my ass in a nice dress that mm. some boys have of it these. was a long
0: it was like a maxi skirt
1: it was a maxi dress yeah a blue and white striped maxi Walking dress. away.
0: and then, then Looking forever, back. Yeah, and forever they'll just, you know, picture you that way. There, she got away. She just walked away. That ass hanging Smiling. out. <laughs> Smiling. Smiling. <laughs> I mm. got you. You're mine. Anyway, why are we talking about that? We're talking about editing styles.
1: Because I was the one that took my brother's senior pictures. Oh, okay. And
0: you didn't really edit those at all, did you?
1: No. I didn't yeah. have any way of editing <coughs> back then. So I where just you uploaded say them onto the computer and... Send them in? to a photo place to get printed.
0: Wow. Walmart, I believe it was. That's how it used to be done. There wasn't really any editing. Editing didn't really come along. Back w-
1: in 2000 and...
0: What was that? 12. Yeah, I was going to say. The the style... That, sti- that 2013 style... 2013 was the year that a lot of things tipped. The hipsters, the photography...
1: Well, back in 2012, the thing to get your picture taken on was railroad tracks. Yeah, between like 2008 and 2012. I'm talking about the editing
0: style, Oh. the coloring. I, remember, uh, super... I don't remember what
1: the coloring was.
0: Um, Williard.
1: Williard.
0: R. Williard. She had a style of photography that was that that was the thing. That she had this style, and she started around the same time, The like right out of high school. I mean, she had that style, high highlights. Uh, sharp shadows, um, a warm tone. Mm. Her that's what all John of photos senior did.
1: pictures were like a cool tone. They were yeah, yeah darker shadows and high highlights. But high
0: contrast. That was yeah. that she was at the beginning of that. I was trying to think of like, maybe that.
1: I actually took John senior pictures on a Fuji film. My yeah. first one.
0: Yeah, first Fuji film. Before
1: we bought ours in two thousand. Sixteen.
0: But my point is that that around two thousand thirteen is when the that's that warm style started coming in with very sharp shadows and high highlights,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it was kind of bright and airy, but not really. Uh, it wasn't that really hadn't that didn't really start till what two thousand eighteen. The warm tones. No, the bright and airy. Oh yeah. It was like two thousand eighteen. Warm mm-hmm. tones started. 2013 because that's around the time where lightroom started to become more accessible it was accessible kind of but you still had lightroom classic and that was basically adobe and it kind of spilled into lightroom mobile Mm -hmm. and so editing was very accessible for people so people were able to nail down (laughs) their editing style Mm -hmm. i should really find another term verb (laughs) yeah
1: so the reason why we edit the way we edit in my photos I edit more darker tones. Um, I don't really like bright and airy because I feel like bright and airy is just too washed out. The colors are not they're just too bright and I'm not it's too much. I I am more of an earth tones person and that's kind of my personality. I like I like the rust color and the deep forest greens and that's just colors that I tend to gravitate gravitate towards. Um, and that's just kind of my own personality like I'm more of subdued of a su- I'm more of a subdued person and I feel like my editing style is definitely very cari- it carries on into my my style of who I am as a person and my right. personality translates into my editing style and, and so I really like a lot of like earth tones in my, in my um, photography editing and just deeper richer tones and Mm. nothing that's too washed out no highlights that are to still see
0: the subject that's that's yeah. the that's a lot, the lot biggest of bright air.
1: if you look in a lot of bright and airy photos you'll see a, a lot of photos is
0: trying to get into areas yeah, where she cute. shouldn't be
1: that's cute no the in a lot of bright and airy uh photos if you look at the bride's dress you can't even see the detail yeah in the the bride's dress and that just oh that bugs me
0: because what did your dress look like
1: yeah it's like why is one half of my dress you can't even see the detail on the other half you can see the detail but it's not very yeah.
0: and you can argue it's a piece of art no it's not you know how you you know how you edit brightonary
1: yeah you just turn everything up
0: you just turn everything up
1: the highlights the contrast like,
0: like a the, you turn everything up like like palooza like Lala Palooza, and nobody likes Lala Palooza because everybody does drugs <laughs> so just you just turn everything up that's just what it is airy is just Lala Palooza on drugs it's mm. It is I, Yeah Fuck right there mm. Anyway I have a sticker with that If you would like it You can message us And I will send it to you Personally I'll even put a stamp on it
1: You <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to put a stamp on it Yeah Okay well <laughs> <it's on it. laughs>
0: But if I didn't put a stamp on it It wouldn't get to them So I'll even put a stamp on it You're welcome <laughs>
1: Just contradicted yourself
0: <laughs> Yes I know That's the joke Huh <laughs> <laughs> from a, a from my style, I would say that i, I usually just tell people like they ask what's your style uh, classic cinema things that it carries a clear story you know where you are what's happening you feel the emotion you see the emotion you hear the emotion and you're carried through a a piece of cinema that's my that's my style the story
1: mm-hmm because your wedding day is a story.
0: It, it creates itself. I don't have to direct the scene. The scene just happens in front of me, and then I just film it. Right. My job as an editor is to put it together. When it comes to coloring, coloring is more not super important when it comes to video. It is important if you are doing a movie to communicate certain emotions, but I'm not setting up a lot of the lighting for the situations I mean, that I'm in at a wedding. wedding day
1: kind of has one, one emotion. <laughs> Happy should be usually has one emotion yeah happy and excited i mean you get some tears but those are happy tears usually Um, you
0: get serene because in
1: movies they usually tend to carry color across for the audience to have certain emotions about what's happening yeah like in we were just you were just watching a movie you were just watching um, a youtube video about or wasn't me that was watching it i don't remember i was watching it one of us was watching a youtube video about coloring in movies and how it makes the audience the person watching the movie how it makes them feel mm. and how you can't really tell that the colors are changing in a, a movie like going from blue as in like safety safety and like and then all of a sudden okay, and it turns yeah. to red and you know that the red is like danger yeah like in and there's a movie that was about a, pan, a pandemic of some sort yeah and the red was like
0: no yellow or yellow, yellow people were in hazmat suits
1: and sickness, and then yeah. the blue was safety. Mm-hmm. And how you can't really tell in the movie that's changing from yellow to blue to yellow to blue.
0: It's a sub, it's a subconscious communication that's happening in your brain to make you enjoy this piece of cinema. Right. That and
1: carry across emotions.
0: Exactly. You don't notice that it's happening. It's the same thing with camera angles. Camera angles. I was explaining this to you. What movie were we watching? I don't remember what we were watching, but in camera angles positioning your subject in a frame so for example if your subject is in the middle of the frame they're placed in a position of authority you take that sub same subject and oh, you move Lord it of the out of this yeah you move it out of the center of the frame and all of a sudden that person is not an authority anymore and usually that happens when someone is scared or doesn't know where to go another aspect of that is leading lines people think oh yeah it's just lines pointing to the subject kind of yes and no uh, it doesn't always point to the subject because it's always lines basically communicate how a subject feels so when you have direct lines leading straight to the subject you know where the subject's supposed to walk you know where they're supposed to go you know where they're going when you see subjects over for example walking down a hallway you know the subject's gonna walk down the hallway you take that same subject. You put them on a giant mansion staircase with stair, with railings and lines going up and down and all over the place. You don't really have a clear line of sight where the subject's gonna go, so you creates confusion. This is why I like horror, is because real horror, classic horror, is actually gonna take all these things into an account. Right. And this is this is editing style. This is uh, your take. It's not just play around with the colors and see what you like and that might change eventually it's your it's a it's our personality developing as we go as our education goes on with videography photography our we change ourselves as well our personalities because you mature you become more wise you just your your entire all the cells in your body are changing for crying out loud so
1: yeah every seven years
0: yeah so you yourself are changing so therefore your style is going to change and develop and mature
1: yeah and you, the more you educate yourself the more you know Oh, I can put this little blurb of information that I just learned about cinematography I can put that in this wedding video to help create the specific emotion or whatnot or yeah. feeling or.
0: and honestly in wedding photography and videography like you said the main emotion is happiness so we don't really have to create those different colorings of making sure they're communicating certain emotions because it's already happening in front of us we didn't write the script for this day it's just mm-hmm. happening right <clears throat> but it's good to keep that, all that into account the one thing that we need to keep track of that you that uh, if you haven't listened to our episodes about how we talk about ai that is something that's very prominent in the wedding industry Mm -hmm. is making sure it's not even editing style it's the fact that you're not even doing this style anymore you're just letting ai learn the colors and slap them on there and calling it good Mm -hmm. same luckily they haven't done that with video yet but it's close it's going to be close right but photography that's why photographers are a dime a dozen we're killing because you're spending less time on your photos and you're touching things less you're actually killing the industry and everybody's complaining about photographer f- wedding photography prices being driven down you're driving the prices down because you're making everything too fucking easy mm-hmm. that's why it's being driven down and yeah that's great for everybody but you're gonna have to figure out how to make a living and do 50 weddings 55 weddings a year at a grand piece. have fun <laughs> right so i'm not going to support ai i never will
1: yeah
0: it doesn't even write good papers so (laughs) (laughs) uh right now real quick where would you say your style is before we close out what do you mean right now how would you describe your style right now where you're at would you say you're comfortable with it or would you say you're still on a journey
1: um i'm getting closer to where i want it to be um, I'm still learning a lot about editing and coloring and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and a lot of my a lot of editing it has to do with the pre-production of like when you're taking the photo making sure that you're setting up your camera for the style that you're going for to edit it in mm-hmm. um, so and not every wedding is the same like sometimes you're gonna be taking pictures outside in the direct sunlight and you have to account for that to be more of a brighter photo because the sun is shining right on your subjects uh, whereas in a cloudy day cloudy days editing is super easy i can edit those pictures in no no time and my style is pretty on par with what i want it to look like on a cloudy day mm-hmm. it's like those brighter days that are a bit more of a challenge for me that i'm trying to figure out
0: so you would say that right now it's depends on the wedding
1: yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. It depends on the wedding. But I'm getting closer and closer to what I want my product to look like in the end. And
0: yeah, I would say I'm in the same boat. When it comes to coloring video, it looks completely different than coloring photo. Remember, I was trying to explain to you how it works. Mm-hmm. In video, you have nodes and you have to create layers if you actually want color on a video because it's a moving subject. Right. So it looks a little bit different. So it can be a little bit more challenging. Um, I would say that. Kind of got things down to a more natural look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like your
1: style of coloring that you've got going on.
0: Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's still developing, and I'm excited for where it's going. But it's honestly my biggest point with coloring is just going to be it being natural. And the one thing that I actually want to develop is the shots that I'm getting. Mm -hmm. I want to create moments that are worth having in memory. Mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. and if you're just telling the groom to touch his tie and you're telling the bride and groom to hug kiss okay good
1: so boring it's so boring
0: i want to create scenes emotion. and prompt emotion yeah and motion
1: motion emotion and motion yes same for my photography
0: those are the photos those that are. create amazing things yeah. uh, good prompts that are just conversational and less directive yeah. create the best moments right mm. should put that something what did i say
1: i don't know i have to go back and listen to it okay
0: <laughs> uh thanks for listening remember you could ra- rate this podcast five stars if you want if you got something out of it or if you think somebody else can get or something if you out seen of this. this
1: podcast totally sucks
0: yeah i guess anyway
1: just be so, honest with us
0: yeah Fuck you i'm just kidding yeah.
1: <laughs> no we are all about honesty on this podcast. you're right you're
0: right i want you to be honest and
1: we want people to be honest with us
0: yes i agree i really do agree i really do want people to be honest with us just on a social media platform it's always like okay (laughs) why because ratings are currency in the social media yes that's
1: why you have to hold yourself to a high standard
0: that's deep that's really deep we don't have time for an episode another episode right now (laughs) so remember that you can rate this podcast we also have a youtube channel and we are also on social medias facebook broadside visuals the wedding pirates and we also have our day-to-day life bus named smalls it's a little less formal and this is the one where we talk
1: and have a wonderful day